Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes with afros talk about anime. That doesn't <laughs> seem right. My, I lost <laughs> my train of thought. Uh, yeah, you derailed. Behold his true form. It's Bill. Wubble wubble dub dub. That's that's my new thing now. Oh, that's my catchphrase. I'm be doing. I that's it's, it's uh it's mine hopefully now. It'll, hopefully it'll catch on. And uh, we're assimilating. Lady, no, it's Josh and me. Yes, not um, real well. You're not. <laughs> no, no, Josh we're, and we're, Andrew. Josh and Andrew are well. I, I thought you would get top billing. We're really bad. We're really bad at assimilating. Yeah, we're in, we're, yeah. We're, in we're, different, gonna... we're in different rooms this time. Um, which is which we should probably address right now. What? what yeah. What, what is what going on here? We're going to practice the fusion oh, yes. dance later, and we will master it, and then we will come back with this ability. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So if anyone is confused why the audio maybe sounds different on the podcast, uh, if you guys are listening to this and not watching live, uh, we are in different locations. We are normally in our cramped little basement area, uh, our little studio, which we love and adore and get all cuddly. Um, this time we are at our separate homes, uh, maybe not wearing pants. I don't know, but uh, I won't tell you if I am or not. And uh, <laughs> we're doing that because our studio it has a little water, so we will uh, we will resume normal recording next week uh, when we get the uh, studio uh, for being flooded. It's like that episode of Excel Saga where a cross base got flooded. Remember that episode? Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time this even happened. I don't think that's the first time we've referenced that episode because it happened. That's. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Yeah. So that hey, was a. Really uh, need... I really need what? You really need to install that uh, self rising dais. From now on. Yes! You just hit that button and you just kind of slowly rise up. That would be so amazing while we're drowning. It'd be. Wait, never mind. Um, so. <laughs> that would be. That was a week and a half of landscaping that uh, got us nowhere. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. That's, that's a whole other story for a whole other time, I suppose. This is episode 20, and we are rapidly approaching the end of season one of Tuning Japanese and also the end of season one of Excel saga today's episode uh let me explain a little bit about today's episode because some of you are probably confused as to what the hell's going on i know we are uh so originally we had put together an interview with jessica calvello who as you remember is the voice of excel from the first 13 episodes of the anime uh we did that interview uh it was a great interview we had a lot of fun um unfortunately uh she has asked that we do a different format uh, so we're not going to air that episode uh, because she has asked us not to, and we're not going to be assholes like that. We're not the media and trying to, you know, get a get a killer scoop. Um, so we're hoping in the near future that we can get her back on and talk to all three of us and uh, just have a rip a good time and uh, broadcast it. Hopefully, when we get near the end of Excel Saga, our run and our discussions of it. So uh, keep listening for that. And we again apologize that we said that we were going to have that interview, and then we did not deliver. Um, we promise that will never happen again. Yep, no more promising before we uh, are ready to drop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, we're I just should... going to surprise you. Basically. So, instead of that interview, we've got a, a little bonus episode for you, because episode 20 of Excel Saga, uh, which I believe is called The History of Mr. P, or something along those lines. I don't have the exact title in front of me. Uh, right. And by the way, I apologize if you hear like vehicles outside my window. Um, those are free. The, no, those are free. Yes, that's extra value. 
That it is. It is. Uh, you have to you have to join our Patreon, um, which we don't have yet. Um, so uh, that episode is a, another clip episode and where they basically take every element of Pedro's storyline and they put them in sequential order. So that way, when you watch it, you're like, holy crap, there is a story to Excel Saga. So and instead, we're going to give you a bunch of outtakes. Uh, um, well, if you consider us just kind of talking outtakes, which I kind of do, then yes. Um, we're not doing another outtake episode. Instead, what we're going to do is we're just going to We're going to give you the storyline of Andrew's life. We're just going to go through it and talk about it. All <laughs> oh, in one Jesus. go. It's, it's a sad story. It begins when my whore of a mother. Anyway. Um, Whoa! So- <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, anyway. Good times. Good times. Good times. I'll, drink, uh, I'll drink to that. I'm sure you would. So, I'm sure you have. So, so one night there was another cover of Percocets. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, so, what? So, instead, what we're going to do is uh, I'm, I'm going to run. You guys are fucking idiots. I'm going to run down what we're going to talk about. Um, you think I'm the idiot, but you're the one putting me live on YouTube where you can't edit me. Fair enough. Um, so, if you yeah. guys kicked off YouTube. Um, so... We're gonna we are, are gonna do an actual review of some of the new stuff that happened in episode twenty. There are there's about three and a half minutes of new content from episode mm-hmm. twenty that we're gonna go over and review. So we're gonna do a mini Excel Saga episode review. Uh, then we're gonna talk about some of the conventions that Josh and myself went to over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one of those being an anime convention, Anime Iowa, which we ran a commercial woot woot. for. Uh, we've all got some banter topics. We're just gonna sit and kind of shoot the shit and talk about some geek stuff, and then we're gonna end it. With two segments, we got a uh, selection of fan questions that I collected today uh, from a number of fans. So we're going to answer and talk about those. And then we're going to end with a trivia game. Yes, we're going to end with a trivia game called Andy's Listomania, uh, where it's basically taken from uh, uh, Raccoon Reigns' trivia game on The Rundown. If you're not familiar with The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, (laughs) check them out on the Questionable Endeavor Network, questendnetwork.com. Uh, so yay! Should we just get into this uh, clip episode? Yeah, let, let let's let's yeah, break let's into it, it, Andy. See, this was my week to do a review anyway, and I was gonna be free of having to do any kind of review. So it turns out I still have to do a review. So fuck you guys. At least it's <laughs> like three minutes of content. Uh, so yeah, the episode throughout this episode, it's actually I would honestly say that even though it's a clip episode and we're kind of skipping it as far as a review, if you have been following along with us. Do, do go watch this episode. Episode 20 is really good for a couple of reasons. Number one, as I said before, it puts the entire Pedro story in sequential order in a way that actually shows that there is a real story going on. And actually watching it back to back to back to back is kind of a neat experience. Uh-huh. Um, where, whereas before it was like so broken up and you get like a minute, two minutes here and there. And you're like, wait, what was going on? It's kind of it, it kind of ties it all together. And it's actually... A really good episode with it being tied together. I don't know. What'd you guys think of it? So really just do this episode instead of watch Excel. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess you could. That's, I guess you could. Well, well, that's Bill's recommendation right there. Uh, to answer your question, Andy, I, uh, I, I find the episode to be fun in the sense that you see that the Pedro story from episode one up to where they're currently, currently at in episode 20. I had one complaint though about the episode. They kept break, they kept breaking it up in part one, part two, Mm -hmm. part 27 and, and subtitling it. And was like, why don't we just see it back to back without the breaks to see that uninterrupted thing? I would have loved to have seen that. Cause it's, it's like a story cause they come in chapters, right? So like every, 
every chapter tells its own tale, and there's you're a chapter, Andy. One. I thank you. I as an English teacher, I appreciate that. Um, so we get actually the other thing about this episode that I really like is that uh, like. Any good clip episode, there there is some glue to hold it together. The chapters is one part, but you also have uh, the the overall kind of setting of Excel and Hyatt in a sake bar, and they are just getting tore up drunk throughout this. And the guy, <laughs> yes. the bartender, uh, looks very much like a certain PE teacher um, by the name of Aesop, and with basically a, with he a uh, wiping and- problem. Yes, and he shows us the clips on these like old VHS tapes, and we've already told you what VHS tapes, so we're not going to do that again. Uh, oh, so... Rocky Dennis. Yeah, oh, good so, lord. So back, uh, in, yes, ba- back in our day, before there was live streaming or DVDs or Blu-ray, we watched videotapes, which was a long magnetized strip that had all the video content on it. It was a wonder, children, until you had to hit the button that said, Rewind. You had to be kind, rewind, or else you sometimes would get fees from the video stores for not doing so. But anyway... Did you own that, a rewinder? Like an actual rewinder? Yeah! Did you guys? We had yes. one. We didn't. Yes. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> no, well, we had one because my grandma, of course, thought it was the <laughs> coolest thing. So she had to buy one. Yeah, my mom bought one because she's an impulse shopper. And she goes, oh, we could use that! And bought it. And we're like, really? And we used it for about a month. The VCR does that itself. I know, exactly. but we used ours a lot. I thought it was cool. I thought it was like, cool, I could put a new VC uh, VHS tape in and put that in there. It could rewind while I'm watching something. I thought it was the coolest thing. I don't I don't think we owned it. I think we just saw it, but I'm pretty sure there was one that was shaped like a race car. Really? <laughs> I feel like you should have had that growing up. It, yeah, it would have made sense. It would have made a lot of sense. makes a ton of sense. But anyway, yeah. let, back to the episode. Yeah, so uh, they go through all the clips, uh, and then we get to the end of the episode, and Hyatt and Excel are kind of like, wow, we're done, yay, let's go home. And uh, Aesop's like, are you sure? And he's got more clips. Yes, original content on this episode, even though it was the you know, the artists and everyone being lazy and needing some extra time to develop the rest of the series, uh, they decided to put some new content in. So we go to episode and chapter 27. Pedro has assumed his quote-unquote true form, if you didn't forget from last time, and that just basically means he has an afro now. Um, <laughs> which By the power of the director. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Nabashin does give him this, this afro. Uh, Nabashin claims that he is now Nabashin number two. <laughs> and Pedro was really upset by this, and he's, like, trying to pull the afro off his head. Uh, meanwhile, he realizes that his wife and the Great Will are, quote, assimilating. And they both sh- shout that out at the same time. Uh, this leads to a double afro shock! Which was a great line. <gasps> great line. Episode 28! Oh my god, Nabishi is confused as to why that they are melding together. I am too, quite frankly, at this point. Yeah, I don't really get um, it. I, I don't yeah, know what's going on. You know, being the director, he should have some idea of what's going on, but apparently... He doesn't. His his own show has gotten away from him. Yeah, he has zero throughout this. He has I mean, zero idea. I mean, at first I thought they were merging into one being, or they were one being. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, maybe it's just they just crammed that broad in their own hole, or I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what they did. <laughs> they crammed that broad in their own hole. It's warm That's and moist. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Good lord. Um, so while they're doing that, Mr. P, as he's affectionately called, uh, waves his arms like a madman in the background. Episode 29! The two women are now one being, and they say, Behold my true form! As Pedro weeps. Sobbing! Uh, Sobbing! Yeah. Uh, twin so waterfalls are coming down my eyes again! And getting salt up in my afro. Uh, episode 30. Nabashin gets a potty mouth by saying, What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Which is a great line, by the way. It's a fantastic line. Uh, that man, uh, who again, if you don't remember, that is, uh, that is also Gomez. Uh, the, the great Will the Macrocosm's boyfriend, I guess? Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. He's that man of the Will. Yeah, it's true. Uh, that man then taunts the two Afroed heroes while the great wife of the macrocosm screams Pedro's name over and over. Apparently, according to Nabashin, the whole world is in danger now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the story was making a lot of sense up until this new stuff, I swear. Um, episode uh, 31. So. Yeah. Episode 31. Well, more makes more sense than Excel Saga. <laughs> okay. okay. Fair enough. There you go. Uh, episode it isn't really episode 31 sandora appears gohan style flying across the water they've retconned the death from animation usa guys fucking retcons i I, yeah i'm okay with it i totally forgot i died yeah no remember (laughs) it was like the saddest death ever now i do but i totally forgot about it oh it was so depressing more day i hate one more day i hate retcons oh kitty (laughs) <laughs> episode 32 sandora that appears suddenly saying that he's here to save pedro and pedro can you guess can you guess what he is can you guess what pedro is at this is this middle name Afro enos? Man? no he well yeah but he's shocked wait what bill is his middle name enos i don't i don't know <laughs> oh mr p enos uh episode 33 <coughs> pedro laments that now his son has an afro. We're about, which to, have I you, love. We're about to have YouTube video of Josh getting his eyes tore out. Oh, it's, oh, that's going to be great. We'll send it to America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Sandora seems okay with the afro, though, unlike Pedro, uh, which apparently kept him alive or resurrected him or something. Like something about the, the afro helping him. You know what? It's, it's probably been a long trip from New York back home. So, you know, he's probably had time to adjust. Yeah. Uh, this could be the best quote of the whole episode, um, and that's not saying much because it's a it's a clip episode. Um, when uh, Sandora says, "Now let's defeat that man and return to the lazy days of ecstasy with me, Mama." Okay, uh, I don't know about man. saying the word ecstasy and your mother in the same line. <laughs> he spent too much time in New York. <laughs> I see that you're scoring with two of these Japanese <laughs> women. Uh, they then show that man the power of Nabashin, which is apparently just stacking on top of one each other of each other in some sort of weird Afro totem pole. And don't forget waving, waving, their waving arms your like arms like that. Yeah. Oh God! Is I about to knock something over? All right. <laughs> Wait, Great waving recording. Waving their arms, which you could actually see if you go to YouTube or my Twitch stream to see, um, which is weird. Um, episode. 35, that man just kicks them in the ass. Any wins. Any wins. Any wins. Episode 36. Energy starts flowing out of the jacket of that man. And he flies in the air. Like a fucking spaceship. Like he just doesn't care. Yeah. Taking Mama Cosm with him. And, uh... 
that's Imam, yes, Mama Kazum. Uh, then Nabashin starts to lament. Uh, I thought Mama Kazum died choking on a ham sandwich. Oh, <laughs> a ham sandwich. Uh, Nabashin then starts lamenting and ends up apparently in the sake house where Excel slams his face into the bar and yells at him for building up a big story and then making it so convoluted that it does not make any sense. This is coming from Excel, ladies and gentlemen. From Excel. Right. She's yes. the voice of reason. And that's it. Yeah. That's the, that's the episode. So do we really want to do our usual overall thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I think we kind of already did for the most part. I mean, we both kind of touched on what we liked about it. So I think we should just jump ahead. All right. I'm good. Uh, let's talk about conventions, shall we? Uh, Josh, let's talk about Anime Iowa. All right, yeah, Anime Iowa. What uh, what a great time. Uh, so we went out to Anime Iowa. I went uh, the Friday night, or Friday morning, actually. I got there pretty much when the con started. And one of the things I'm going to have to say, if you're going to go to a convention, it, it really does pay to pre-order your con badge because I was in line, I'm not kidding, for about an hour Waiting to get signed oh, see, up. I wasn't. I was there for that. like a good, maybe maybe five ten minutes. You came in at a decent time on Saturday. I was a Friday morning uh-huh. when everyone was wanting to get signed up. So, yeah, it was it was pretty much waiting waiting in line for a Space Mountain over at Walt Disney World. It just took forever. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that experience. Yeah. So, really uh, well. so what did you do Friday? So Friday, um, really just went out, uh, checked out some of the cosplays, uh, hung out with some of uh, like a couple of friends of mine. My friend Colleen, uh, helped me out, got, got me around the, uh, convention hall. But the big thing was I checked out two panels. I checked out Stephen Bloom's, uh, Q and mm-hmm. it turned into a Q and a, Q and a, uh, voice panel. Uh, those of you that, that don't know who Stephen Bloom is, he is best known for the voice of Spike Spiegel and just Wolverine as well. He does a yep, lot of Wolverine yep, he's definitely voices. Wolverine. Um, fantastic voice actor. Uh, he had a very interesting panel where he kind of talked about his biography a little bit. And then he opened it up to the floor and there were some really interesting questions asked. And he he was just fun to listen to. And then I went to Shinichi Watanabe's introductory panel, which was, uh, this is Nabashin. Yeah, wasn't it like called like Introduction to Nabashin or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Introduction to Nabashin. Did you get a soundbite from him? I will explain that story in a minute. First thing. Did you get pic- though, Did you get a picture went, with him? I not with him, but pictures of him. You saw those pictures, Bill? No, I didn't. And in the man, you want to see those pictures? Check out our Twitter at Tuning Japanese. Did you get an yes, autograph? I I did. Oh, okay. It's on my Excel Saga Volume 1 DVD. So the, the Nabashin panel was a lot of fun. Uh, the big thing was that I became a special guest for own convention known as NabiCon 2016. That's right. I was the special guest for Shinichi Watan- Watanabe's convention within a convention. Totally awesome. Wait, what? <laughs> he did a convention within a convention. So he grabbed... Uh, members, you know, members of the audience out to be guests. He grabbed the cosplayers, did a cosplay competition. He decided to do a rave, which was rather awkward. 
yeah, and I can't closing imagine a room ceremonies. full of anime nerds uh, trying to dance to a rave. That seems a little weird. Um, well, that's a pretty normal thing at a convention. The, the thing was that, yes, at the end of the uh, the panel, I got a chance to talk to uh, Shinichi Watanabe and his uh, translator, a very lovely lady, by the way. And uh, we had actually sat down and um, set up a time and place on the next day to record some sound bites, which I'm sure Andy will like to enumerate about on the next day. Sure. Uh, you brought your sick kid, and then you brought, dropped the ball. Um, so <laughs> that sounds uh, about right. <laughs> oh, so, I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. Yes, but anyway, what else did you do that uh, Friday? I know you took a lot of cosplay pictures. Yes, I uh, took a lot of pictures of the cosplayers. Um, mainly, that's what I did. Was I, I went out, uh, took pictures of cosplayers, kind of spread the word about the podcast. I left. Filled up a spank bank. I, I left fairly early in the evening because I um had my I was gonna have my son with me, so I wanted to get up early enough to get out there with him. And uh, that that was that was Friday. Now uh, Saturday came out came out and uh, picked up my son, and yes, he was sick. So uh, Saturday at the con, um, I showed up for Saturday. You know, if, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be honest, the con did have a lot of things that looked like that was a lot of fun. Um. For me, however, there wasn't as much, I think, that applied to me. And maybe that just speaks to me and my anime fandom. There wasn't a whole lot going on that I looked at the panels and the different things and said, wow, I really want to do that. Um, I did, however, go to, and was a, this was a lot of fun, the uh, anime, what was the game show called? Anime game show. Oh, the trivia, the trivia. trivia. Yeah, it was a big game show where they brought people up for, who were there to compete. And they had like a big Jeopardy board. And there were obviously questions I had no idea. Um, but they also had some categories for things like uh, they had they had their own Nabashin category. And I got basically yes. all those questions right when I was trying to answer them myself. And they had like an old school anime category, which was cool. Like I was like, oh shit, those are actually anime titles I know. They had a category for like 2016 anime. And I'm like, I don't know any of these titles. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, but it was still fun. And uh, they, throw, they threw out Pocky. In between, I, I caught a thing of Pocky. But no, it was fun. That was fun. And then I stood in line for over an hour, about an hour and a half, to get uh, autographs. And the line was so freaking long. And when it got around to when I got into the room where they were signing autographs, about five or six people behind me, they closed the door. So I barely made it in. If I had not made it in the room, I probably would have rage quit the con right there. Um, it was... It was pretty crazy, but I did get uh, Nabashin, uh, Shinichi Watanabe's uh, autograph and talked to him a little bit. Um, I mm-hmm. uh, talked to Steve Blum, uh, Bloom rather, Bloom, Steve Bloom, Bloom. Um, and then I talked to uh, Spike Spencer. So, so it was really cool. It was it was a cool experience to get those different uh, signatures, autographs, and talk to him. And then we mm-hmm. caught a lot of Pokemon together. At least I did. Yeah, yeah. What about that whole? Uh... Catching yeah, Pokemon yeah, thing there, yeah, Andy. Yeah, so, yeah. so okay, let, let, let's, let's go full disclosure here. So what ended up happening? Yes, my son was sick and I had made arrangements with Shinichi Watanabe to, to record some sound bites with us after his 4 p.m. panel. Well, my son would, uh, just as my friend Colleen noted when, when I passed her by was he was in the midst of a meltdown. I think Andy, you would have to agree with me. He yeah, was, no, he wasn't doing he, too good. He was not having it. No. Yeah. I mean, he had fun. So I left. And, uh, Andy, you know, we had discussed that Andy would, would, uh, pick up, uh, and, uh, you know, get the, get, you know, talk to Shinichi and everything else. To be fair though, I swore when we talked originally that you were going to get the, the interview on Friday. I did run my battery down, uh, and did not have a means to record the soundbite. 
So, so yeah, we didn't get that, but that's okay. Um, I, we do, it's all right. I mean, he was a cool guy. Uh, we, yeah, I, I did say that. Like, I let him know, like, if we at some point, if he had an opportunity to get a hold of us, maybe he could email us a soundbite or something. Um, and you know, um, it, it may never happen, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, overall, the con, uh, there were some cool things going on. I don't know, honestly, and this is and, and, and this is just my opinion. My opinion does not reflect the the opinions of the people who are at the con or, or Josh's opinion. I don't know if it was worth as much as it was uh, cost wise. I think it was a little expensive. Was there a reduced cost for just being there one day? No, and I think if I if I could <laughs> oh, fuck them. Yeah, no, no. If if I could make a suggestion to them, if anyone is listening that is involved with uh with with the con, a, a little constructive criticism, I would suggest doing a one day cost pass. Of a little bit less because that is a lot of money to expect to fork over. It is, honestly. I mean, I, I, I do, and I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, Andy. Um, I have talked to people about uh, that, and they used to do that at Anime Iowa, but they could not justify the, uh, they, they couldn't justify it. There weren't enough people doing one, one day uh, passes to justify the cost of, of making them and all that, I guess. Was kind well, of the I, argument. I, Making what? A little plastic card? And a yeah, I was going to say, all, all you have to do is like put a I don't know. sticker on, on them or something. You know, but, I, but, that's a fuck you. You guys will pay it. I don't care. That's what, that's what honestly, it is. Honestly, I, I kind of think that's what it is too. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, then that's just my opinion. Um, but for what it was, it was a pretty big con. Like I was surprised it was as big as it was. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be a much smaller sort of enclosed thing. There were, a, there was a lot of room and area to go around in different uh, places and, and the size of some of the rooms were really good. Uh, so, so yeah, I think that that's something they should, uh, if anyone's listening from anime, Iowa might be something to consider mm-hmm. if in the future. The other con that I, uh, that one of us went to was Gen Con. If you're not familiar with Gen Con, Gen Con is the largest gaming convention in America. Uh, it is four days of gaming and I went to three of those four days. So, and it was a lot of fun this year. It was, it was a blast. So, so, so we're talking, we're talking a lot of league of legends, mortal Kombat, No, no, Blizzard no. Well, actually kind related. Of. Well, uh, and <laughs> we're talking a lot, a lot of gaming as in video gaming, right? The type that you do on, that we do on our Twitch streams, right? There is right? some video gaming, right? Um, but we are talking about tabletops. We are talking about board games. We are talking about card games, but there is, there actually is a, a pretty decent, overlap with regards to video gaming and there is a large contingent of anime there is there is there is so um a couple things i, I yeah i don't want to talk about everything that went on at the at the con um there was some good It'd be a long podcast it would be there uh, i'll just <laughs> touch on a couple things that are anime related uh there was some good cosplay i have not yet posted those i'm going to try to compile those together and post those on the facebook and twitter uh, i didn't get a whole lot but i did get some pictures and there was some really good cosplay uh my favorite cosplay that i saw uh, was probably someone had done a Jack Skellington and the Ooh, mask, nice. like the, the mask, it was like a mask itself and the bottom part like moved when they talked and it was creepy as, oh. and it, was, it, was, it was a female Jack Skellington too. And oh, wow. she, and she, yeah. And she was like, she had this cool accent and it was really close and nice. it was just really awesome. Um, JVU flyer on the side says, did you play magic there? D and D? No. Um, I did play a game of, uh, cypher, which is a tabletop game. And we played it in the world of Diablo and the GM was fantastic. He was, he was Ooh, really good. You have to tell us about that off mic. You have to tell us about, about that, that off mic. And awesome. uh, Jamie Flyer also asked did I cosplay no, but I did buy, if you look back there on that pig, um, I bought that Luigi hat, so now <laughs> I can't. <laughs> look, look at that pig. 
that's about that's about what five years worth of you going. I got to get that Luigi hat. I'm gonna yes. buy that Luigi hat. So now I'm gonna buy so that now Luigi I can hat. Cosplay as Luigi at the next Gen Con. And your husband's going to cosplay as Mario. I mean, that it just seems or to Toad be Toad or Yoshi. I don't know. We'll see. The the princess. I don't know. Um. So. <laughs> If he cosplays as Mario, that's going to be like video game Game of Thrones going on. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll talk about Game of Thrones a little bit later. Yeah, Uh, we'll have to go there. We are going to go there because I finally bit the bullet and I've actually (laughs) been watching some Game of Thrones. But we'll get there. Um, The last (laughs) thing I want to talk about with Gen Con is uh, I've now gone for the second year in a row to what is called Mystery Anime Theater 3000, which is is basically what they – So so it's this group – that they they play an anime movie, and they do, they basically talk over it like mystery science theater, and they they get drunk during it, <laughs> and they're funny as shit. Uh, last year when I went, they played a uh, fatal what's that video game? Fatal Fury? Fatal was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fatal yeah, Fury. Or, yeah. King King of King of, King of Fighters. Fatal Fury. So one of the, one yeah. of those. But they made the, an, the they Fatal made Fury an anime, anime version right? of it. Oh yeah, god! I've an seen that movie. And they just. So it was, it was these guys with, uh, they had a special guest. They had, uh, they had, uh, Amanda Miller, uh, who's the voice of Sailor Jupiter in the Viz. She showed up and she got drunk and they were all just getting drunk and like making fun of anime. And she's back there she behind you. Um, she, she, she's literally behind you. Um, and this year they did, uh, an anime called Odin. I've heard and of Odin. Okay. I don't o- know much about it. It's bad. Like it's it's not it's not oh. as bad as the Fatal he's Fury. A, he's a Norse all fall father. <laughs> and he has one eye. No, no. But um, like it, oh, doesn't he ride a horse named anime, Slepnar? No, the anime is like a like a space opera kind of thing. But like they reuse animation throughout the whole thing, and like they'll like do that saving money thing where they'll like switch to like one color for like extended parts of the scenes. It's just it was bad, but it was so much fun. We had a blast watching that and uh yeah definitely if you get a chance to go to gen con check out the mystery anime theater it is worth it so yeah gen con anime iowa they were both they were fun so uh i wish we would have had that yes first that i would have good at that yes we could do that potentially at like an anime iowa kind of thing we could we could i do want to bring up uh really quick though you talked about your favorite cosplays i want to say probably uh and i've got a few uh photos of cosplay as well that i've uh posted on our uh, Twitter feed as well. And I'll probably get them to Andy. So that way we can post them all on uh, the, the page. My favorite was probably the lady Vash. Lady Vash got us like 20 likes on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, that exploded and it was an awesome cause. It was, it was a mess. Like she just like, there were chunks everywhere. The red suit was just <laughs> in torn, tattered pieces. <laughs> it was a cool cosplay. Check it that really out on our was. Twitter. At Tuning Japanese, check it out. Really good. We we blew. I, I'll admit, um, I blew up our our Twitter feed, but we got uh, some serious feedback uh, from uh, from Anime Iowa. So I was really really yeah. happy about that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so let's talk about some other banter topics, shall we? Uh, let's All just right. do our nerd news banter, and then we're gonna do some fan questions. So if you are on the side watching us, you can put in any of your anime related questions or things you just want to know about us and our viewing of anime or whatever. And then uh, we'll end with a trivia game. We're going to have Josh versus Bill in a trivia game about anime. Gee, I wonder who's going to win. Oh, gee, yeah, I wonder what's going to happen there. <laughs> I hope, I Bill, hope you win, Bill. Bill. Bill I, I, I hope I, you I, clean his fucking y- clock. Y- yeah, Bill, I, I'm just going to say, um, go easy on me, buddy. Go easy on me. <laughs> 
Now, Bill, to be fair, I picked animes that you would have a chance of knowing things about. Cool. So I, I wanted to All make right. it fair. I didn't want it to be like Michael Jordan versus like a five-year-old in a game of pickup <laughs> basketball. So, um, <laughs> so, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, some banter topics, and I want to start with something related to the Questionable Endeavor Network, uh, and that right. is we have a Discord channel. Ooh, I don't what know what that is. is. Yeah, explain. You you you've been so, touting it for for a couple of days now. So I have. What is this? I don't think tout. I don't think tout's still a thing, dude. No, tout is not. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. But Discord is. It is what is cool and hip with the gaming community right now. Um, Twitch uses it a lot, and I'm gonna try to use it for our community. It's a test. We'll see if it works. Discord is a chat system that has a typed chat sort of thing where you can create an overall channel with sub-channels that you can invite people to. So all the fans are definitely invited to that. Um, And if you want information, check out our Twitter uh, or our Facebook. It should have a link. And actually, if you go to our website, uh, questsetnetwork.com. So it's a chat room? But it also has uh, capability for um, chat, like, uh, like voice chat. So it's something that we can use as podcasters potentially down the road for, let's say, bringing on a guest or you know any, anything along those lines. Or maybe if we want to do a Twitch night where we're all playing a video game or a board game or something and we can all kind of have la- that together and we can play that. Um, so it's got we a lot of We should totally play Monopoly together. <laughs> can you imagine like us twitching Monopoly with just one camera over the board? And <laughs> just, oh, fuck and, you. Oh my God, just no. Us. Never again. Never again. Fans, I told how- you guys four years ago, I would never, ever play Monopoly with you two motherfuckers fans, ever again. Yes. Tweeted yes. us. Tweeted, I cried. You, see you Josh made me cry. cry. There, I admit yes. it. If you want to hear Josh <laughs> cry live on Twitch, let us know in the chat. Tweet at us. Get on the Discord. Let us know. And we will make that happen. We will play Monopoly. No. On no. fucking Twitch, we are not playing Monopoly on motherfucking and you know, Twitch. We, we will, we will get like a. Uh, we don't even need like a board. What we'll do is we'll just get like the video game version, and we'll oh run God, that. And we'll just even... run, uh, we'll run through the chat, uh, so we can all talk as we talk smack and play this fucking version. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It'd be so cool. No, See, I do we've not got, want to uh, play we, Monopoly um, with you too. Um, okay, on the side, uh, LZ says ROFL to that, so I think she's in, and uh, JV Flyer says I want to see him cry. So there we go. I think it's uh, I think it's been chosen. Um, you're gonna cry. <sighs> yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um, LZ says we want tears. We want tears. Winky face. So there you go. Uh, and Josh is flipping you off. So that's that's not me. That's Josh. Josh is a dick. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I don't want to cry Check on camera. Oh. Uh, just imagine it's like a roll or something. Um, so go to Quest Ed Network and uh, check under the contact us section to join our Discord. We'd love to have you there. Uh, if he produces a roll, he just uses the same voice he always uses. That's, that's true. Now I'm sad. Oh. In my regular Josh voice. Oh, no, that's not Josh. That's that's Michael Denley. So, <laughs> Josh. Yes. Your Twitch. My Twitch, yes. You've been twitching. So, Twitch, 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 Twitch. Yes, I've had two uh, two full broadcasts on my Twitch channel. Uh, I am actually twitching every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, <laughs> and that's time. Not, it's not a euphemism for his jerking off sessions. No, no. Well, I mean, it is, but not this time. Right. So right now, um, last last two Twitches have just been me playing well, if you've been following, I fully broadcast all over her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> he doesn't do you that. You have been playing because you know 
Yeah, I, I well, Josh well, has well, been playing. I have been playing a, well, I'm sure if you've been following us, you probably know what I've been playing. It's been a lot of Overwatch. Um, though I am starting to think that I might need to branch out a little bit and start playing a couple of the other games I have in my collection. I might go Metal Gear Solid 5 or Alien Isolation, which are a couple other games that I own. You get a little strange on the side, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> little strange on the side yeah yeah i need to i need okay. to do a little little different um all right but please do um if Switch you are hands. if you are in, <laughs> if you are interested in checking out my twitch stream please do check me out on twitch.tv slash chainer that's spelled c-h-a-y-n-r because he used to uh, be a goth no that used to be my <laughs> pro wrestling name but who played you know, magic <laughs> that, that too, because he played Magic. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, oh yeah, God. that's where I came up the name. I that's where, where I got the heard... name. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But but now um, he just sleeps in his wrestling pants. Every now and then I do. <laughs> yeah, they make good. They make good pajama bottoms. The most usually got out of them, really. But once again, Tuesday nights, eight p.m., ten p.m. Central Time. Come on, check me out. Right now, I have only had one viewer, and it's one of the two other people <laughs> on this uh, on this stream right now. You're not supposed to admit to that lie. Uh, uh, L. Zeladon on the side says, uh, recovering goth? Uh, goth. Not, not, not necessarily <laughs> recovering, just, just Wait, yeah, I, I, think, I think Bill, Bill, Bill put it best. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, relaxed. I've, uh, I've pulled back the whole, I am so deep with my emotions and the darkness within my soul. I don't do that anymore. I didn't say relaxed, I said lapsed. <laughs> I'm going to say relaxed. I heard relaxed. So go check out uh, your Twitch. When are you twitching again? What nights? <laughs> Stop it, Bill. <laughs> as often as you can. What what night are you live on Twitch? Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. All right, so go check that out. I did one, Joshua one. Bill, you have any banter? Well, the uh, the Ghostbusters movie is apparently going to be a flop, not make back its money. Ooh, is that official now? That's not official, but it's projection. Okay, so how much did they? About how much did they? Do you know how much they spent versus how much they got? Do you know that? The way I heard it was, uh, I think it was somewhere in like the four hundred million when it went down to the movie marketing, all mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. And I want to think somewhere in the two hundred million oh, range man. is what they made, what they're projecting to make. Yeah. So unless it blows up into a cult classic or something on yeah. uh, DVD or Blu-ray. I mean, okay. Here, so here's my question. Um, how much of that was because of this huge, enormous, and maybe unnecessary backlash that the movie got? No, extremely unnecessary. I haven't I'm, seen it, so I can't say for sure, but it is unnecessary, the backlash. I, I'm, I'm sure that that was the major driving factor. Yeah. Um, from everything I've heard, it's it's middling to okay. Right. You know, it's it's not like it's bad. Yeah. So so that's, that's kind of sad. Um, I guess we... Won't see another Ghostbusters movie then if they don't do if they can't even make the money, right? Right. Which the the real sad part of that is we're not going to get keep uh, Ecto Cooler around. That is the sad part. Uh, so we need to save as much of it as we can. We need to go and buy oodles and oodles of Ecto Cooler for gaming. It's basically uh, so, sugar water, so we know it, it's not going to go bad, right? right? Right. Right. So so here's the thing. Um, we know one good source for Ecto Cooler, Sam. I know, I know, I know. You and I have had our differences, but we need you. We need you yeah. to get us <laughs> some mind, ecto cooler. <laughs> I, was, I had a great joke. I had a great joke, but I'm going to show restraint. 
I'm going to show restraint for once. Oh, wow. Um, so, I, because I, I love you. Because I love you, uh, Thank you. I love um, you, too. All right. So we're just going to do round robin on this and, until we run out of things to talk about. So it's my all turn. Right. Unless you have anything else to say about that, Bill. No, no, that was pretty much it. All right. So Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. I finally, finally, finally decided, fine, I'll watch Game of Thrones, and I am now through three episodes, so no spoilers, please. Yes, I, that is the first thing I want to say, Josh, is that theme is fantastic. Okay, so we just got a follow on our Quest and Network Twitter called Game of Trolls. Is someone watching and like is like has a Game of Thrones podcast and it's just like... I don't, I don't even made, know. That's really weird. Someone, we just someone made Game of Thrones, and someone just followed that. Bill, did you make a Twitter just now? I didn't. Okay. So, so yeah. See, uh, so, I started Game of Thrones, and I am through the first three episodes, and I've made a mistake. I am already attached to characters. Who are you Uh-oh. attached to? Okay, so here are the characters I like. Uh, I like Ned Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 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 I'm, now, we'll talk about that later. I can assume, and you don't, you don't have to... Tell me yay or nay, but I can assume because he's played by Sean Bean that he's going to die. <laughs> okay. Now, here's why I like about Ned Stark from what I've seen so far. Ned Stark is a sympathetic character. He, he, he ha- he's trying to teach his children the right way, but he shows, he definitely shows, I think, some care toward his, toward his kids. Like I just saw in one of the episodes where he, where the daughter Arya, 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 right? Arya. Uh, she wants to be a fighter, a warrior, and he's allowing her to train. Uh, uh, right? like, okay, so you've at like least that, gotten... I just, I just, yeah. So like, there's okay. little things that I love about this character Ned. That I, I know he's going to die because it's Sean Bean, but I really like him. Well, he doesn't die in everything. He didn't die in Jupiter Ascending. I never saw that one. You're, you're lucky. It was awful. <laughs> there's there's a Snow White movie that he didn't die in. So basically, he only dies in good things. It, probably. Uh, yeah, okay. that, that that's actually the prevailing theory is that he only dies in, or he only stays alive in terrible movies. Yeah, because Jupiter Ascending was the biggest turd in I've like, heard. cooking on the sidewalk. I've heard. Uh yeah, JV on the side says the dance class, quote unquote. Yes, that's exactly what is nice. That was a cool touch. I like that. <laughs> dancing, um, yes, and then the uh, I love, 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 love Tyrion. Tyrion is already my favorite character. Tyrion's pretty great. Tyrion is fantastic. Do you love Tyrion or do you love Tyrion? No, I just love Tyrion. Um, I think that Tyrion as a character is, again, one of those few sympathetic characters. He's got flaws, but... Mm-hmm. You know, he's, because of his deformity, because of him being a dwarf, right, he's outcast, and I feel bad for him. And I can't say that about any of the other, other Lannisters at this point in the in the story. I don't know if there's going to be a good Lannister aside from Tyrion, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, no. You think, we'll you talk think about the other, it a little later. Okay, you, right. you think the other two are bad? Wait until you meet Tywin. Wait until you meet his dad. I, I, I don't, yeah. I When the first thing I, I, I really kind of learn about those two is that the brother and sister are fucking that is wrong that's gross on so many levels so wrong but anyway um and then i also am kind of starting to like john snow is john right is it? Yeah. yeah okay yeah but i'm assuming i just there i just have a uh, an inclination he's probably gonna die i don't know what it is but i just i just don't see him living 
but I like him. I like him as a character. So now this this isn't a spoiler at all. Okay, but I have to say, as you get on in the series, mm-hmm. there are moments that you actually feel sympathy for. You feel bad for um, Jamie and Cersei, and you're like. Like, oh, they're in love. Oh, wait, goddammit, shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I forgot. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially, like, totally moments. especially in the books. The books really paint, um, especially Jamie, a bit more sympathetic yeah. once you get to that point in the books. Not going to go too far into it, like, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory there, but there, right, there are yeah, moments where here. you're just like, oh, I feel bad for them. Ah, oh, fuck, damn it. Like, like, why am I feeling they're, bad? They're, yeah. they're, they're still doing this shit. They, they, they threw a seven-year-old yeah, out the fuck, window. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, so, and then they killed a dire wolf, and I was sad. And then there's that prissy Lannister, the little, like, foppish boy. I want to beat the shit out of him. Oh, Lancel, yeah, Lancel's awful. Yeah, I fucking hate him. <laughs> He's, like, my least favorite. I, if there's any character, I would want to just, like, cut their head off. That's the character. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm watching Game of Thrones. We will have uh, we'll have updates in the land of Game of Thrones as I go on. Uh, my favorite my favorite character is the Hound. Oh, I don't yes, like him hound. yet because he killed he killed a little he killed a little boy and I was I was sad. Yeah, well, well, okay. At, at first, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at first, you don't you're not meant to like him, but as the series progresses in the next couple seasons, you're gonna like the Hound. He is a pretty awesome character. Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, oh, uh, looks enough. like looks yeah, like yeah, but I liked him gotta, before. You're supposed to like him. Yeah, well, Bill Bill is Bill is kind of like the Hound. So go ahead, Josh. You're up next. Okay, so actually there is one big thing I'd like to talk about was um something that I noticed uh at Anime Iowa that has brought has has kind of lit a fire in me actually. Um I may go into the subject matter a little bit more thoroughly at Quest Questionable Endeavor uh website um but we'll see. Uh something that I had noticed um at, at Anime Iowa which uh, really really bothered me were a couple instances of cosplays that I absolutely hated. Not because they were shitty cosplays or badly made cosplays or, you know, of characters I didn't know. It was because it was targeting a certain demographic. Now, as as huge anime fans that you listen to, I am sure you know what I mean when I say the term weeaboo. Except for maybe Bill. Bill, do you know what a weeaboo is? Do you want to explain it for Bill? Sounds offensive. Uh, well, it, it's it's used offensively. <laughs> a weeaboo is a uh, is is a term used for an anime fan that is so huge into anime. I mean, they obsess over it. They obsess over almost everything Japanese. They are crazy about it to the point where they quote Japanese, you know, misquote Japanese all the time. You know, they they want to be Japanese. They are a subculture within the subculture of anime fans, and they are given a lot of hate. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be straight up. Yes, they are annoying, but they don't hurt anyone, right? But they have souls. So, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we well, don't know. I'm, they I'm could saying... hurt people. They could be serial killers for all we know. Souls might not exist. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Bill. Let's not get that metaphysical. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. For for the sake of, of argument, thank you. Um, so there were these two cosplays. First was a gentleman in a trash can with various pictures of female anime characters uh, pasted to it with uh, uh, a sign written in the middle that said, Your Waifu, which uh, weeaboos have a, most weeaboos have a waifu, a, a anime character of the, uh, that they identify with to be married to, that they would want to marry. That's what a waifu is. And then another one was a guy walking around literally in a trash bag with a sign written on it that said, Weeaboo Trash. That pissed me off. 
Um, I'm all about cosplaying being a, a form of expression, uh, people doing, you know, almost what they want. But when you are purposefully doing something to target and demean and essentially bully a subculture uh, within this, this subculture of fandom, I think that's a, a massive hypocrisy. So a guy was dressed as Oscar the Grouch who has sex with other people's pretend girlfriends? Uh, kind of, I guess? I, I, he was stating that, that the uh, that the guys, that a weeaboo's waifu is nothing but trash, is what he was st- stating. Oh, oh, oh. R- real quick, Adam on the side from uh, Adam from the Questionable Endeavor Network says, you fellas mentioned the Questionable Endeavor Network yet? Yeah, it's just twice now. But anyway, go ahead. We are, there are people that don't agree with someone else's viewpoints within geekdom, which, okay, yes, geeks in general, we, we disagree on, on so much shit. Bill's a prime example. Bill disagrees with us about anime most of the time, yet he's on a podcast about anime. But we... It's true. We I em- do not. We embrace it, though, too. Why are we going to such lengths to demean and bully, especially if we are ourselves been the subject of, of bullying? To go around an anime convention to see people doing something that is bullying other people, in a sense, it hurts. It yeah. hurts me. I mean, yeah, you don't have to agree with it. I don't agree with furries. Okay, and we've... I, I make fun of furries on the, on this show. Well, that's... I play a character that makes fun of, of furries. I, in real life, I have no problems with furries. You do your thing, you love it, you're not hurting. I just, the one thing I have to say is, man, you guys have a lot of fortitude uh, because it can be hot in those outfits, I bet. And I'm not going to let you dog sit. <laughs> I will tell you, and Jen, thank you for that. <laughs> I will tell you at Gen Con, there was, I this was, this did creep me out at Gen Con. There was a furry booth, which whatever, that's fine, I don't care. But there was one of those big heads just sitting way at the top, just kind of hanging and it was just kind of swing. It was, it freaked the fuck out of me. I turned around, I'm like, ah, furry head. Oh, God. And, and he's and a very just, tall, he was a pe- very tall person. He almost ran into it, I'm sure. Yeah, I probably did. I probably, moved in. I'm like, oh, God, I got the furry head on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this as a plea. Branch. We're all geeks. We're all geeks here. We've been bullied. In one, we, we've been bullied in one form or another. I'm being bullied right now by one of my best friends, but I don't give a fuck. I've known he he has right he he has the right the right to do that. Yeah, Andrew. I shouldn't tell you about Sam's tweet, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop tearing down other people because let let's stop attacking weeaboos just because they're are weeaboots. So let's stop attacking furries just because we don't understand their their lifestyle choice or whatever. Love, love, man. Yeah, you know, and if you can't if you can't agree with it, if you don't agree with it, walk away from it. There's no reason yeah, to be exactly. attacking someone on a board. There's no reason to go to a con and wear a cosplay that that is purposefully demeaning others. Okay, I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. Um, All right, Bill, Bill what do you we're got? back to you. Any, anything else? How I talked about my newfound love for Rick and Morty. No, and I no. want you to because I love Rick go, and yeah, bring, Morty. Bring this up. I, I, Tell us about Rick and Morty. I, I'm late. I'm late to the party. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it. I've been intent to watch it, and. Uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, because it's been a while since we recorded. It has been a while. I finally got around to watching it, and I, season one and two. Mm-hmm. So I, I am with bated breath waiting for season three. Nice, that's fantastic. Because it's it started as a fairly um, clever, funny, crude 
science fiction parody. Yep. Hmm. And it's it stays there, mind you, but it's really smart. And I was actually a little choked up by the end of season two. See, I haven't gotten there oh, yet. Wow. I've only watched most of season one. Yeah. So no, I have. I've not seen the show at all. Emotional wow. buttons. I'm gonna. You I'm gonna have to it check out. it out. Yeah, I'm you gonna should. have to. Do you have a? You absolutely should. Do you have Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, I have Hulu. Me. You check it mm-hmm. out because it's on Hulu, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Hulu Plus. That's how I was watching it. Cool. Excellent. I'll um, check it yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, apparently, JV Flyer also loves Rick and Morty. He. All caps, and apparently Nightbot didn't didn't uh, tell him he can't do that, so that's good. Um, yeah, Rick and Morty is fantastic. <laughs> I love Rick and Morty. Um, I need to definitely go. I, my favorite, and I, again, I'm not super far into it, but I love the Meeksies. Like that was that episode. The Mr. Meeksies was fun. Mr. Meeksies was fucking bonkers, fucking bonkers. And it's and it's starting startlingly dark. Yeah, it is extremely. Uh, Andreas on the chat on the side. Hello, what's up? Indeed. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, that's that's great. Definitely check that out. All right, I only have one thing left to talk about, um, and that is No Man's Sky. Um, <laughs> yes. Now, now No Man's Sky. For those of you who have talked about, it, I think once before on the podcast, it is a project that uh, I think it was Hello Games put together, and they've been working on it for years and years, and it would get a release date, and then it would never show up, and release date never show up. Well, it got released. And it is out on the PS4. It was out on Thursday, and actually, it just dropped today on PC. I do believe. Um, I have put in probably four or five hours so far on it. Um, I think my better half is actually playing it right now, potentially still in the other room. Um, <laughs> it is a again, if you're not familiar with No Man's Sky, it is an open world. Um, it's kind of like an MMO, but not because you're not really interacting with others. The creators don't really want you to interact with the rest of uh, the players. But it is a world that is so big that there is no way possible for anyone playing the game to explore even a fraction of it. Um, There are randomly generated planets throughout uh, the entirety of this, and um, the odds of you running into another planet with someone else has already been on is super, super rare. Um, Now, that being said, the the positives of the game so far, it is gorgeous. This game mm-hmm. is absolutely gorgeous. Like going from planet to planet and just like you, you, you like zoom in, uh, you know, like hyperdrive into a planet, uh, into its atmosphere and it like just, it just looks so cool. Like your things are flying, all the debris are flying by you in space. And then you kind of stop and zoom in and you just have to sit and marvel at hmm. the number of like, like what this planet could be. Like they have different climates. They have different animals. They have different plants. They have different minerals that you can mine on each of these planets. It's this, it's like Minecraft on like every drug possible and (laughs) and that is cool i love that the exploration is really really fun now the negative couple things um controls on the ps4 aren't very intuitive uh the way it's set up also in the game in general when something depletes like it's a survival game so you know if like your blaster let's say it runs out of energy you have to go into a menu you have to go to your blaster, click on a button, and reload and pick whatever mineral you have, because there's multiple minerals you could use to charge stuff up, and click and hold on to that, and it, it, it replenishes or whatever. It's pretty quick, but you have to go through all these menus or whatever. Um, that gets old quick. The objectives, aside from the exploration, a lot of the objectives are kind of similar, so it gets kind of boring after a while. You're not doing a lot of different things, although there are some different things you can collect and uh, different things you can mine for, and there's an entire language you can learn in the game. It is, it, it's already kind of gotten a little repetitious. So 
Yeah, that is No Man's Sky overall. Uh, like uh, Zeldon, El Zeldon says in the chat, it's a it's a giant sandbox. And JV Flyer says, you know, like uh, is that? Let's see, that's that's one billion times one or <laughs> one billion planets or something like that. Like it's a huge Jesus. amount of planets. I, I I have sat. I mean, I've sat down and watched your stream of it. Um, coincidentally, when I was streaming, that was that was yeah. an interesting scenario. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I have to say, um, the game, yes, uh, from what I've seen of it, it looks gorgeous. Very boring to watch someone else play it. Though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to stream it very often. Um, I was streaming it, and then I, I was getting to the point where, like, I was kind of excited, but I'm like, yeah, anyone watching this would be kind of bored. So I'm going to not make that a streaming well, game. Well, and watching you stream, Andy, I'm sorry, uh, with this game, you're just like, and I'm going to. Mine. Yeah, because well, it almost because sounded like it sounded like you were commentating on NPR, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those games that it's hard to get really excited about. Like when I'm playing Fallout, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm getting like shot at. Right. Uh, playing, I play Overwatch and I I start dying a lot, and I'm like, motherfucker, goddamn it! But apparently, JV in the chat disagrees. Says he enjoyed watching it, but uh, that's good. I'm glad. Thank you, JV. I appreciate that. Um, Bill, are you? Do you have any interest? I know you don't know, necessarily didn't know as much about it. Do you have any interest in this game? Um, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things, but honestly, if it's starting to get repetitious already, and it's just a bigger exploration thing, and you might meet other people, survival game. Eh. Yeah, I know you. Ne- you I never mean, played the survival mode on Fallout, right? I uh, know. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's not really your genre, I don't think. I, I was way more interested in high-octane action, yeah. just running around, being evil, shooting people in the dick. I mean, that's... And that's not what you get at this game at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I my, I made a new character in Fallout, actually, it's a melee-based character. Nice. Uh, and I'm playing on easy mode, strictly so I can... Just slaughter. Just run around, beat people to death with a wrench. I mean, that, it's... That sums you up completely. Has that, has that character actually left... Uh... Uh, that base uh, sanctuary in the Red Rocket because I thought you were mainly sticking to sanctuary and Red Rocket. Well, I, I wanted to get as many levels as I could for uh, building those settlements up, but yeah, I've actually left now. Oh. I found a decent mask, so he, so he can leave the settlement. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, what, so what, what what weapon are you using? Uh, I have a pipe wrench uh, with the puncturing. Nice. So oh, you're not gonna like go get a like Pickman's blade or? Uh, no. I will. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Rad Dudes. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and this means nothing to the uh, the listeners, but I'm playing Death Wish. Nice. Um, Oh, yes, I remember. Isn't there there a giant wrench that you get early on from uh, Walden Pond? Big Jim. Yeah, Big Jim. There you go. There you go. Uh, El Zeldon says, damn, I need to get you three into Evolve. I have not, I'm not, I'm not I've, familiar with Evolve. I have heard about Evolve. Um, I, I've heard good things about it, um, but I don't know a whole lot about it. So please uh, in, uh, explain in, in detail later. There you go. There you go. We'll talk about that later. All right. Um, so, so, so I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm out of things to talk about. Josh, yeah. anything else to talk about? Uh, latest, uh, trailer for Rogue One came out and it actually showed a very Ooh. familiar, uh, helmet, helmeted character with a very pronounced, uh, breathing apparatus going on. So it's, that movie is starting to look really awesome. I can't wait are to they see putting, it. Are they putting Vader in that movie? It looks like, if, if nothing else, then just a kind of a hint at it. Cause this is set, um, bef- right before, uh, episode four. So it's, it's the story of how they got the, um, the plans to the Death Star. This is this is going to explain oh. the uh, the the rebel team that went in and actually got the technical schematics 
in order for them to find a way to destroy it. Okay. Now, now, full disclosure for anyone that doesn't know if we haven't talked about Star Wars before, and there's probably a reason, because Bill and I are not necessarily huge Star Wars fans. Right. Um, but you are the big Star Wars fan of the three of us. Yes, um, I am. Looking at the looking at the trailer on a, on a scale of like flaccid to raging hard on, um, how excited are you for this movie? Um, very firm and uh, and very, very and, firm. And, okay, and perky, very firm and perky at this point. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not um, I'm not raging yet, but it's 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 really getting there. When when do we have a release date for that yet? Uh, it's uh, December twenty first, I believe. Of this year, it, it, of this year, it'll be coming out in December for sure. Okay. December, I think it's the twenty first. Okay, so very cool. I'm very so excited. so we'll we'll get we'll get more uh, stuff as we go along. Uh, right. Bill, do you Yo. do you have any more news, or should we move on to our fan questions? I believe that is everything, other than we've made a aside from the water. Uh, we are making a upgrade to the questionable cave. Oh, are, are we are we finally getting the distillery, like the tap, like the? I wish. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, no, but we've installed the uh, installed shelving for my transformer collection. Ah, uh, yes, oh yes. So yes. that will all be on, that will be on display in the questionable cave. Yes, yes. you'll have to take pictures so we can put it uh, on our uh, Twitter account so we can yep. we can show off your collection of transformers. I, I will once I uh, get everything sorted. Yeah, I'm still got about a quarter of a tote left, and oh? then I got to see what else is at Mom's house. There been, you go. Been steady at it, huh? Uh, JV on the side says on on that scale I would go with half a chub uh, for as far as half excited. Ch- so there we go. So now chub. we've got uh, right. someone else's uh, feedback. He apparently yeah. loves that scale. It's a good scale. Um, it's a great so, scale. <laughs> it's a great it scale. And, and by the way, L L L Zelda on the side says F yeah Transformers. So there you go, Bill. You've <laughs> Bill has quite friend. the collection, by the way. <laughs> he does. He has a great collection. We'll put it on. If Twitter. you actually, if uh, you actually you see uh, um, when when Bill pops up again, you can see behind him. He's got two of the uh, combiners. Uh, yeah, Bill, right say something him. when Josh shuts up. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Computron. Well, kind of a half-ass Computron, and I've got Bruticas behind me. Let's go to our fan questions. Today I posted on all of our social medias and my own social media uh, asking for fan questions. So we're going to run through a series of fan questions. And then anyone who is watching us live, either on the YouTubes, the Google, or the Twitch, you can ask more questions as you go along. So we're going to start with this one. This because we had this question for a while. I've been meaning to ask. At uh, Re- Realist Tommy on Twitter, a.k.a. Tommy Moltisante, uh, a.k.a. that guy that leaves... <laughs> All the voicemails on the rundown <laughs> asked. Oh, I love Tommy. Uh, specifically, I love Tommy. Tommy's fantastic. He also claimed to be the SCW Quasity Champion because he found it at a pizzeria. He did, actually. <laughs> he did say he found it, which I'm not shocked if that was the case. Um, his question for us was, is Pokemon considered an anime? Uh, and it's, it's kind of a question that we can actually span off a little bit. Uh, there is an episode that was going to be released after we finish season one. Where Bill, myself, Sam, and Corey, who uh, will be introduced to in that episode, um, we did an episode of reviewing Transformers the movie, the old cartoon, and uh, it might be interesting to talk about like what is what is anime because um, you know the, his question is Pokemon. Like we look at Pokemon, and I think people that don't know anime as well, they'll look at something like a Pokemon or a Sailor Moon, and they may not know whether or not that is anime because it is mm-hmm. so popular in America. I'll open up and blatantly say, yes, uh, Pokemon is an anime. In the context of Japanese anime, it is originated from Japan. 
-hmm. It was dubbed here in the United States. Uh, granted, it is one of the longest running animes ever because it, it's like, uh, you know, like something like Naruto that mm -hmm. doesn't ever seem to end. There's always add-ons because, well, it's extremely popular. It, it's a cash cow. I think as long as it's an, as long as it's animated, produced in Japan for Japanese audiences, I think that's pretty much anime, right? Yeah, I would, I would have to yeah, agree. I would say so. Or maybe, maybe even expand that to say Asia, because I guess there are Chinese and Korean. And... Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you got you you run into like some weird things because there are, there are anime inspired stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Wak uh, Wakfu. No, no. It's on Netflix, and it's it looks like anime. And it looks very anime inspired, right? Um, and it feels like an anime, but it was it's a French cartoon. Okay. Series. I was thinking I was thinking um, uh, stuff other stuff inspired by anime. Um, Probably uh, Avatar: The Last, Last Airbender and yeah. Teen Titans, like Teen Titans. Teen Titans as yeah. well. They're all produced in the states, but they're highly influenced by Japanese anime. So, I mean, even right. that can be considered anime. It's it's become such a, a broad term anymore. I think it almost encompasses a specific art style more than just where it was produced. Would you agree? I would definitely agree with that. Uh, anything else to add to that, Bill? I, I don't think art style. I think really it is where it's produced and not art style because, again, we argued whether Transformers movie or Transformers in general or even Thundercats, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. Could be considered anime, anime, yeah. Which I don't think it was because it was intended for American audiences. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, even like, I don't know, though. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question, but for to answer the uh, Tommy's question, Pokemon itself is an anime, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Definitely def definitely an anime. Second question from our buddy Troy Bozen. Uh, Troy is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. He is uh, occasionally on the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. And uh, he mm -hmm. is also the host of Geek and Gamer Guild. And he's also one half of Trandy, which is him and I combined when we were together on a podcast and we're unbearable <laughs> and we annoy Adam to death. Um, so his question <laughs> is, if you could, if you could live in any anime universe, which one would you choose and why? Hmm. Uh, how about you start this one, Andy? Okay. Um. So if I had to live in any anime universe, um, it, it's a tough call. I kind of want to live in the Cowboy Bebop universe, uh, because of the fact that it's modern. You still have all those modern stuff that you wouldn't. You would not. I mean, I I don't want to live in Record of Lotus wartime. You know, or uh, you know, whatever. I I, I want to live in a in a modern society, and it's fucking space travel. That's freaking awesome. I want to be going through these gates and going to like Ganymede and going to Mars and just going to all these places and just exploring. Um, it, I think it'd be a lot of fun. And I just would love like that whole idea. Just the, the whole soundtrack. I would want to just travel and hear that jazz music at all times. So Fair enough. Bill? No. No, I wouldn't want to live in <laughs> If you could. Not no. not at all. Not not any okay, at all. Okay. Not even like Pokemon. You all want to be a Pokemon master? No, fuck no. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let, let, the, let, if you had to, how about this? If you had to, had to is different. Had to is different than could. Because the copy repair guy is not the main character of the anime. Uh, well, so it if could anything, be. so if anything interesting happens to me, it will be me dying. Not necessarily though, because no. if you think of a lot of animes, it's always someone who's like kind of average and they get sucked in, like. Sucked into a world. Like, think of, like, well, Tenchi Muyo that's, or... That's kind of where I was going to go. If I have to, if I absolutely have to, I'm going to say probably Digimon. Okay. Okay. 
Um, kind of like Pokemon. Uh-huh. I think I think the monsters are cooler. Plus, they can actually talk to you instead of just say their damn name. <laughs> Hodor, Hodor. No, screw that. Oh, um, I don't know that character yet. Oh, you um, will. He's ba- he's basically a Pokemon. Um, he really is. And they're dig- they're digitally there. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, bad stuff happens, but very little actual like bad stuff happens. It's not wholesale slaughter. And then they get to come back to the real world and like get good jobs because they have a friggin' monster buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'll right. go Digimon. Okay. Uh, right. Before you answer, Josh JV Flyer on the side says he he would choose the devil as a part timer, and that would be fun. <laughs> that's just modern. That's that's just modern world with like up some crazy shit happening. So I, I like yeah. that. That'd be fun. Uh, Josh, yeah, a couple demons. Um, I am gonna go kind of in the same vein as as Andy, but slightly different. Uh, the universe of Outlaw Star. Ooh, that's. I hate that anime, but go ahead and tell us why. The same reasons or caster guns. Yeah, okay. I okay. I want I want a gun that fires magic spells. God damn it, that is the coolest weapon of all anime. But actually, I I love the universe of Outlaw Star. I I love um like like the grappler ships. I I love the mm-hmm. the com- you know that they have so they they go so far as even to explain that when they get into those co- into combat they they're like hey launch those camera launch the cameras so they have cameras that they can view and have a viewer that they can watch multiple angles of their attacks which is fantastic. That is pretty cool. But it's not on any streaming outlet. It's a very hard one to to come across anymore. I'm I'm glad that I have it. As but, long as we don't review the big O, uh, yeah. but I, I, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like Outlaw Star, but that could yeah. be a, a conversation for another day. Yeah, it is. Cool. Uh, but but the universe is, is is fun. It's vibrant. It, it's got it has alien life forms, but it's not inundated with it. It's mostly human, but it still has like three or four different alien races too, and I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, our next question comes from Armored Tarek from our Discord. So there we go. Uh, check out our Discord Ooh. if you want information on that. Check out our social media. Get on questendnetwork.com to join our Discord. Uh, he says, how did you... And this is kind of a... This is an interesting... I think it's a really interesting question for us because we've been watching anime for a very long time. We, we're in our 30s right now and we started watching anime back when we were probably like in high school or earlier, some of us. Uh, junior high. Define anime. Yeah, junior high. So his question <laughs> was... How did you originally kind of choose animes? What animes to watch? These fuckers made me. And and, <laughs> the, and 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 then the other part of that question was then how do you uh, how do you choose and select animes to watch now? These fuckers make me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We, oh well, I was going to uh, open it up to Bill one. first. Okay, so um, back in the day, uh, my the, the the best anime outlet that I had. Um, there were two forms of it. First off was um, Sci-Fi Channel used to have every Saturday uh, Saturday anime, and they would. It was a two-hour mm-hmm. block. It was usually enough time to walk, to run a movie or a two-episode OVA, and mm-hmm. that was where I got a lot of my exposure from anime. Right. And uh, the other the other avenue that I had was I would go to. Video stores like Saturday Matinee, Fye, um, yeah, even uh, like Suncoast, and I would just go and pick up the animes. Now, back in those days, anime selection was very limited. It, it was it was a very small. It, it was very 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 niche back in the the mid mid nineties. So 
I would just yeah, I would take a look at something something that had really great box art or something that I yeah. saw on a on a preview block in a another anime that I watched and I would pick that up and I would take it home and sometimes it was a gamble. No, I and I no I agree it's a gamble and that's the the crazy thing. I mean especially for people who were born you know much later and you know have grown up in, with the internet and grown up with streaming and grown up with DVDs even you know um, and, you know, and during the anime boom, when it became more readily available in mainstream, back in the day, like you said, it was so difficult to find anime and to find good anime. You had your Sailor Moon, you know, you mm-hmm. had your Samurai Pizza Cats, you had your, uh, you know, you had something like like Transformers, Voltron. you had Voltron, um, but you didn't have much on mainstream no. TV, you know, until until po- really until Pokemon came along uh, and Dragon Ball Z. Pokemon and Dragon um, Ball Z, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are really the ones that kind of built the catalyst to like, hey, maybe this anime thing is kind of cool. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of gambling. It was a lot of, even like during some of the boom, you know, I, I didn't really know. I was like, oh, that, those who want elves, that sounds fun. I like elves. I'm going to buy this DVD and see if it's any good. <laughs> and, and really, it, it ended up being kind of that way. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, Blockbuster. Oh, sorry, yeah, Blockbuster. Absolutely. Bill. I started with, the true anime I probably watched first without any prompting was probably Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was anime-like things like Transformers, Thundercats, like we've discussed early on. Probably prompted me to start watching more real anime. So, you know, getting used to that art style and then being able to watch Sailor Moon right. and actually getting caught in the storytelling there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was pretty much the only one I watched right up until Dragon Ball Z deba- debuted. Um, and then, yeah, like Josh said, the Saturday morning, um, anime, I could see Vampire Hunter D and Kashan and Akira and stuff. Yep. Absolutely. And, awesome. uh, awesome stuff. So what about, what about today? Like, how do you, how do we go about watching anime today? Like, how do we choose <sighs> our anime today? Oh, it, no, it, I'm absolutely honest there. It's you guys. I, <laughs> I don't watch it. That's true. That's true. You, you really are kind of out of the anime thing. A, a lot of it for me is, um, it's either... In some ways, it's kind of like how it was for me in the past. Um, like I'll go on a streaming service like our Funimation app, or I'll go on Netflix and I'll see something looks interesting and I'll, I'll plug it in. And if, it, if it captures my interest, I, I keep watching it. Uh, other things are, uh, recommendations from, uh, maybe more diehard fans than I normally, uh, than, than myself. You know, I, I, I make mention of her a lot. Uh, my friend Colleen at work is a, is a massive anime fan. She's someone that I, I turn to for anything new. Like, uh, right now, um, she's on about this, uh, video game series that, and anime series, uh, Tales and Tales of Zesteria. And I just found it on Netflix or on Funimation. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to check this out. And of course, only one episode is dubbed. So Look, I'm, we, I'm, mentioned, I'm, we mentioned video games again. It makes sense. We're on Twitch. Good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's, um, but mostly it's, it's okay. I'll go on Netflix or I'll go on Hulu or sometimes I, um, like, like one punch man, I'm still really interested in watching it. I caught on recommendation for like stuff on YouTube, like watch mojo lists or a mm-hmm. couple, a uh, couple people randomly talking about on some of the uh, subscriptions that I have. Right. It's, it's so like, yeah, this day and age, it's, it's, it's a much more wide variety, but it's, it's crazy. There's, but there's still, I, I find it really more interesting that. A lot of the times I go with that old school of this looks interesting 
I don't know anything about it. I'm going to watch it. And it's a lot easier mm-hmm. with, with the streaming formats now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's definitely become more available, but at the same time, it is harder to find certain other animes though. Um, as we talked about earlier, you know, some of those older school ones, they just don't exist out there. Um, you know, so, but yeah, that, that's, that's kind of basically my answer for that too. Uh, we got another question on Facebook from Will Johnson, um, friend of ours. Uh, he says, which villain from the animes that you've seen can you most sympathize with? Hmm. That's a good one. I, I saw that. I know yours. Yeah. I, mine's mine. I'll start with mine. Mine's easy. Uh, okay. Definitely Ashram from Record of Lotus War. Uh, Not what I was thinking. Oh, really? Um, that, that's one of them, I, for sure. I, I I definitely sympathize with him because... If you're not familiar with the story of Lotus War, it's your basic D&D kind of light versus dark sort of sort of idea, uh, high fantasy sort of thing. And yes, Ashram is this big, badass, dark knight. I'm going to basically take over. But he's doing it specifically because he cares about his people. He, he cares about the people he rules. And he wants them to have the best life possible. And because of that, I do sympathize with him because... He's really, honestly, has the best interest of the people that he's ruling at heart, um, but he, you know, goes about it in a way that is perceived as you are evil, and that's one of the things that I'm I'm actually writing an article right now that will be posted probably next week on the Questionable Endeavor Net, uh, Network website, QuestEndNetwork.com, um, where I've actually broken down my top five villains who are the most interesting, um, not the most powerful, but the most interesting, and I think that something like that makes the villain sympathetic. What about you guys? I would have to say uh, Lord Genome, the Spiral King in uh, Gurren Lagann. Um, okay. Because his whole thing, uh, his, he's, he's perceived in the first half of the series as the villain. He's not the main villain, but he is one of the villains. And he's perceived that way mm-hmm. because he's, he's oppressing humanity. He's keeping their numbers low and, and everything else. And you find out later that the reason why he did it was... It was he was trying to keep humanity alive because there was this greater threat that if that wanted to annihilate the human race completely. So he became this this, you know, uh, uh, tyrannical despot in order to protect humanity. Um, And he he just spent, you know, like a hundred years or something like that. So this this disillusioned by what he was doing that he just kind of became an ass in the end. And you just kind of feel bad because he was like, he was supposed, he was originally humanity's champion and he fell from grace and he was doing what he, what he thought was best for hum- humanity, whether it was right or wrong. You just, you just felt for him. Uh, Bill, what about you? Uh, well, I have mentioned before that Kashan Robot Hunter was one of the ones I watched before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the bad guy in that, I believe was the, the Black King, the BK1, mm-hmm. I think was yes. the designation. Yeah, yeah, BK1 Black King. He was given a given programming, given orders, mm-hmm. and that was to protect the environment. So he found the thing that was destroying the environment, humans, and decided to get rid of them. I mean, he was given he was given uh shoddy programming, certainly, but he was given programming and he followed those orders. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's So, I mean, I, that that always struck me. Um, you know, Megatron's kind of that same way. Mm-hmm. He was doing the thing that he was programmed to do, mm-hmm. and sure, you might think he was doing it wrong, but right. What was Megatron's one one major quote? Uh, the 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 peace through tyranny. 
I'd also bring up Princess Mononoke, but that's one of those things that almost doesn't have a villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody everybody is just shades of gray operating in various interests. Yeah. Right. And that was one of the beautiful things about that movie, but we, we'll get into that when right. we discuss it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely check out the article when I post it. I'll, I'll post a link to it. But I've all the characters that I chose for that are definitely sympathetic. I mean, take like someone like Nephrite from Sailor Moon. That was who I thought you were going to pick. Yeah, I mean, he... He grew, he evolved, uh, whether or not his relationship with Molly, a.k.a. Naru, was appropriate or not. Um, he felt it wasn't. love. It wasn't, but he felt love, right? Spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Um, but he felt yeah. love. And uh, right. and I think there was a redemption there. Um, all right, right. next question. Um, and this is something I think only Josh and I can answer. Skylar Atwell, hey Skylar, on Facebook says, uh, what are your thoughts on sword art online? All right. I have a great many thoughts about Sword Art Online. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay, it's not. Uh, granted, it's not an original concept. I mean, Dot Hack kind of touched on that concept, you know, being trapped in the video game. But I think Sword Art really explored what what that entailed. You know, the psychological mm-hmm. strain, um, how it could change people, um, just all of that. And I, I still stand by it. And I know there are a lot of people that have a lot of, that there, there's a, a level of hate for it. I don't understand it. I think it's one of the smartest animes to come out in the last, uh, maybe the last, uh, eight, nine years, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. I, I think it's a great series. And, uh, you, you I, really look yeah. at it and I think it's, I think it's very smart. I agree. I like the first half of it, especially yeah. when, you know, the whole idea of him being trapped in the video game and the other girl being trapped in the video game. And there, I mean, yeah, there's a love story, but like the love story is different. It feels different. It's interesting. And it develops. The, it, 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 it develops. Builds. And it's, it's on two levels. It's on the video game level and it's on the real world level. Right. All of that is done so well. Now, when they get to the second part where they go back into the video game, I lost interest a little bit because I'm like, okay, you were trapped in this game, and if you died in the game, you were going to die. Why would you want to go back in and risk any – I mean, yeah, it's safe, but, like, why would you want to go back in at all? I felt like they could have ended it and not had the whole, like, second arc with them in the fairy world and had a a, a better anime overall. I, I, and I have to agree. The second half is, is um, weak. Um, and I think for the, for the simple fact that mm-hmm. what they did to Asuna. Asuna was such a strong uh, female character. And they remanded her into the damsel in distress in, in that second arc, in the second half. And it, it kind of mm-hmm. it kind of hurt the character, honestly. It wasn't a, it wasn't a very smart uh, move. No. Um, I am kind of curious to see the expanded series, though. Uh, there's, uh, I know that there is another season that goes mm-hmm. into the other books, um, and that that deals with, um, I think Kirito's, uh, in another game, uh, and he's investigating actually uh, murders related to that game, and it's That's it's kind of, yeah, it, it, I think, I, don't don't quote me on it, uh, completely, but. That that very first half when they're stuck when they're when they're stuck in Sword Art Online specifically is mm-hmm. such a brilliant uh, story arc and I have to agree with you they could have ended it there and it would have been fantastic it would have been a great ending uh, Bill mm-hmm. you've not seen it correct I think it's an anime okay but from what <laughs> you know about it does, does it sound interesting to you at all or no well in all honesty not really I mean the, again the hey we're in a video game trapped here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I brought up Digimon earlier. Yeah. 
you know, same thing. And reboot, um, reboot um, the what was that novel that everybody was all crazy oh, for? Uh, Ready Player One. Yes. yes. So yes. good. Oh, my God. That book was great. I mean, it's a concept I've heard over and over again. So I'm not in any hurry to revisit it yet again. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. We'll, we'll wait a few next... seasons for, for Bill to yeah. watch it then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's coming, um, Bill. Our next – yeah, eventually, um, when we're in our 40s. Um, our next question <laughs> comes from uh, Sean. Uh, hey, Sean. And he asks – Sean Cox, not, not, not Sean from the Questionable Endeavor Network. Uh, he says, and this is something that I can't answer, I know Bill can't answer, and I'm not sure you can answer, Josh, so we may have to table this question and come back to it later potentially. Um, but Josh, you're our only hope. Okay. Uh, the right. question is, um, what are your thoughts on the anime uh, Re-Zero? Uh, R-E colon zero. I had to Google it. I had not, not heard of it before. It looks like an anime or a manga. Um, you know, the progress, progression of the story, the main characters, the mental state uh, throughout the anime. Are you familiar with this anime? No, I, I am not. Um, okay. But, but if, if, give me a, give me a, a synopsis of it. I, I might be interested. Uh, I think that, I think that might be one that uh, tech guy Steve was talking about on um, all in the reflexes. Okay. Is that the one where the, it's basically the same idea where somebody's in a video game? Um, but when he dies, he goes back to like the town square where he spawn point is. Uh, Re Zero Starting Life is another, uh, in another world is a Japanese light novel series written by, I guess it's a novel series originally, written by Tape, and I'm getting this from, 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 uh, Google here. Uh, Tape Nagatsuki and illustrated by yada, yada, yada. Eight volumes have been published. Um, going to the Wikipedia page. Oh, I feel dirty doing this. You know what? Don't, don't, don't bust on Wikipedia too much when it comes to anime, because it's actually pretty good with anime. Yeah. Yeah. Subaru. Uh, yeah, that's your research. Subaru Natsuki is surprisingly summoned to another world with no sign of who summoned him. Uh, he soon befriends a silver haired half elf girl when he and the girl are, uh, mysteriously killed. Uh, Subaru, uh, awakens and discovers that he has the ability return by death, enabling him to reverse time by dying, though only he remembers the events of the previous timeline. That actually sounds kind of cool. It sounds like ground. Yeah. It sounds like Groundhog Day, Edge of Tomorrow, which is a fun butterfly concept. effect. Yeah. The, the current uh, the current uh, run of the Adventure Zone. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, Sean is actually in the chat. He says it's newer, so I wasn't expecting you to know about it. Yeah, well, actually, I'm going to check that out, and I yeah. will when we when we check it out, we'll talk about it on a future episode. How about that? It sounds it sounds interesting. I, I I've always loved the uh, Groundhog Day concept. I think Andy, you remember Time Killer, the uh, Groundhog yes. Day themed a great uh, great tabletop you ran, absolutely uh, fantastic uh, scenario. Uh, but yeah. yeah, okay. Next question. Uh, last question we're going to do because we're, don't hurt yourself, Pat. Just the back there. <laughs> last question because we're running kind of long, but um, uh, this one, this this one we don't have to answer. I just want to throw it out there because I laughed so hard when I saw this question. Uh, this oh, one also God. comes from Troy, and oh, Troy God, says, "I know this one." Uh, Tro- Troy says, "Fuck Mary Kill for the questionable endeavor uh, broadcasting teams." Um, I am not answering that. As a gay man, um, I'm specifically not answering that, um, <laughs> but I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I'm sure Bill will answer it. Bill, go. Bill has no shame. That, yeah, that, well, I we're just going to leave this purely for Bill. Yeah, uh, I would marry Andrew, obviously. Well, obviously, because, because we, we... You've basically 
buried me anyway. That's true, so. I have. My better half and, is basically you. <laughs> That's my mini me. It is. And and you know, we could definitely uh uh live together, not a problem. No, I think we'd be fine. Um I think fuck I'll go with Josh because he's uh, he's got small girl like hands. <laughs> he's like Donald Trump I could, in that way. I mean, I could I could hold him down and draw boobs on his back. How's that for the past seventeen years, dude? You fucked me. You fucked me pretty much uh, since then too. <laughs> um and oh kill oh be careful with your answer. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Go for it. Troy. Uh, we know where this is Troy's fault. No, no, I like Troy. <laughs> so we'll go with Troy. Um, we can't get rid of uh, Raccoon Reigns or Henry Hugepeck. So those guys crack me up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're running out of um, people on the questionable. Yeah. <laughs> There's only and, two, uh, I think. I like Adam. I like Adam, so I think I'm gonna kill is going to have to be Jason. Oh, sorry, Jason. Rest in peace, I mean, my friend. Yeah. Rest in peace. All right, all right we're yeah. done with that well, game. Okay. Let's, let's move on from there. So, yeah, uh, you, if you all... If you all... Okay, how about this? You can tweet... At questionable at Quest and Network, your list of fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Um, please so, don't. That <laughs> would get don't. all sorts of awkward. I mean, you know, <laughs> most of us are in committed relationships at this point, uh, so the fuck part would be pretty awkward. I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be a little weird. Don't do that. Uh, all right. So, hey guys, 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 guys. Are, are we gonna Last do this? Thing. All right, let's trivia. do this. We are gonna play Andy's Listomania. Our first ever anime game show here on Tuning Japanese. And you who are watching uh, back in us or at home, play along. It'll be fun. All right. So, Listomania. <laughs> Listomania, I get yeah, it. You get it? You get it? <laughs> it's a good pun for those that know me. All right. So, <laughs> here we go. So, here's the rules. Uh, there are going to be six rounds in this game. Uh, each round is going to be a question. And the question is going to have multiple answers. And I will tell you how many answers there will be. It could have as many as... All right. Let me, let me actually tell you how, what the lowest amount is. The lowest amount is six possible answers. The highest what? amount is 29, potentially. Um, what? So here's... Yes. So here's how the game is going to go. I will, I will give you a question. We're going to start with Bill, because I feel like Bill should go first, because he's at kind of the handicap here. Um, Bill's going to get a question. <laughs> um, and actually, if you want, I can actually give you... Um, oh, I can give you... Um, like kind of vague categories. I didn't write categories, but I can tell you the anime that it's about, and you could choose what anime. How about how we do that? Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, it a little bit fair. That. Um, so you'll choose. I'll, I'll I'll give you the list of animes. Um, you'll choose an anime. I'll give you the question, and then if it, you chose, then you get to give an answer. Um, if your answer is correct, you get a point, and that answer is off of the list. Then it goes to Josh, and Josh will give an answer. If it's correct, he'll get a point. We'll go back and forth. You will go back and forth giving answers until someone gives an incorrect answer or can't think of one. Uh, if that happens, then the next person, so like let's say Bill gets one wrong, Josh will get a chance to run the board and give as many answers in a row as he can until he gets one wrong uh, and rack up points, okay, and vice versa. So that's how it'll be run. Any questions on the rules? No. I think I'm good. No. All right. So, I, I th- Bill, think, you're going to yep. start because you are the underdog here. Your categories, your animes are Sailor Moon, yes. Excel Saga, Dragon Ball Z, Trigun, Record of Lotus War, Ooh. and Studio Ghibli. Uh, let's start with Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. All right. So our question number one, round one, Sailor Moon. Here's your question. We all know the planets that make up the Sailor Senshi. Name all other Sailor Senshi that are not named after a planet in our solar system. Only characters from the 90s anime or the manga. There are 29 possible answers. 
Bill, you're up first. Uh, Galaxia. Sailor Galaxia is correct. Okay, Josh, give me a Sailor Senshi. Chibi Chibi. Uh, Sailor Chibi Chibi Moon is correct. That is one of them. Point for Josh. Bill. Uh, Chibi Moon. Sailor Chibi Moon is one as well. That's a point for Bill. Josh. I. That's the one I never paid attention to. So I, the Sailor Starlights. Sailor Starlights. Uh, I, I you don't... need to be more specific. I'll, I will let uh, you need to be more specific. Sailor Starlight number two. <laughs> That's incorrect. <laughs> Bill, now you get a chance to run the board and give me as many Sailor Senshi as you can to rack up points. Starfighter. Uh, Starfighter is correct. Star Healer. Star Healer is correct. Sailor Luna. Uh, Sailor Luna is technically is technically going to be incorrect because, okay. because it is not in the manga uh, or in the anime, uh, she was in the, I think the musicals when I, when I researched it. Um, okay. so you, uh, did rack up some points there over Josh. You were sitting at five. Josh is one. I'm going to go ahead and list the others real quick. I could not remember the last that's, star. star uh, that's okay. Uh, sailor moon, because mo- mo- the moon is not a planet. Uh, right. Sailor Pluto, technically, because it's not a planet in our solar system anymore. Uh, oh, okay. come on. Uh, I would have accepted it. Uh, sailor Ceres, Juno, Vesta. Palace, uh, okay. Sailor Chaos, and Cosmos, uh, Sailor Kakyu, uh, uh, Sailor Star Maker is the Maker, one that you were okay. missing, um, who I believe is the one who has star gentle uterus as the, as the attack. For, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, Sailor Chu, Sailor Corno, or Coronis, Sailor Mermaid, Sa- Sailor Mao, and Sailor Cocoon. Those apparently, if I remember correctly, are all ones that has got their power stolen by Galaxia's Sailor, uh, Sailor Senshi. Uh, so then, uh, under Sailor Galaxy, we have Sailor Iron Mouse, Sailor Lead Crow, oh, right. Sailor Aluminum Siren, Sailor Tin Nyako, uh, Sailor Heavy Metal Papillon, which is my absolute favorite. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. Uh, so Iron Butterfly? Yeah, Iron Butterfly. <laughs> um, I, I clicked on it. I'm like, is it Zeus? No. Oh, sad. Uh, Sailor Leth, Sailor uh, Nemesine, Sailor Fee, and Sailor Chi. Are all of our Sailor Scouts not counting wow. the planets? So wow. it is Bill 5, Josh 1. Josh, it is your turn. Uh, your categories, once again, are Excel Saga, Dragon Ball Z, Trigun, Record of Lotus War, and Studio Ghibli. Let's go DBZ. DBZ. All right. Uh, so Dragon Ball Z. Here we go. Uh, this, this, one, this one's tough. Um, and I'm going to be the ultimate arbiter on the answers of these. And if I say it's wrong, it's just wrong. So get over it. Because I had trouble with this one. Uh, name the different villains in Dragon Ball Z that Goku specifically faced. Uh, uh, and note we are talking, we are not counting Dragon Ball or any of the movies. Only Dragon Ball Z, the TV anime series. Not groups of people. But individual okay. people. Okay. Uh, so first one would be Raditz. Raditz is correct. There, point for Josh. Bill. Nappa. Nappa is correct. Uh, Josh. Vegeta. Vegeta is correct. Point for Bill. And again, I, I didn't mention it, but I don't have to mention it. I assume no Googling. Um, Cell. Cell is correct. Point for Bill. Josh. Frieza. Frieza is correct. Bill. Android 16. Android 16 is correct. Josh. 
Captain Ginyu. Uh, Captain Ginyu is correct as well. Bill. Android 17. Android 17 is correct. Josh. Android 19. Android 19 is also correct. Uh, Bill. Android 18. Android 18 is correct. Josh. Kid Boo. Uh, I will accept that. I have Majin Boo. I didn't put all the separate ones, so I will count that as Majin Boo uh, right. for my for my count. Bill. Uh, Bippity. <laughs> uh, I do not have that on my list. Uh, Josh, it is time for you to try to clean up some points. Uh, can you name any others? Berta. Yes, that is correct. Uh, that is a point. Any others? Raccoon. Correct. That is another one. That's a point. Now, this is villains, right? So, Or is this yes. anyone that Goku villains. faced? Okay. Villains. Okay. Villains. Specifically villains. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Give me half a moment. Will Majin Vegeta count? Incorrect. I'm going to count that as incorrect. All right, so. Okay, okay. I thought that one, too. Josh, you have caught up. It is Bill with 10 points. Josh with 9 points. Bill, you are still in the lead, my friend. You are still in the lead. All right, well, we're good, though. So, Bill, you're up by one. Bill, it's your turn to pick a category. Your categories are Excel Saga. Um, you've got Trigun. You've got Record of Lotus War. you got Studio Ghibli. Uh, why don't we go with Trigun? Trigun, all right. I think I this know is the this is shortest category. Uh, it is out of six possible points. I know uh, this. No, sorry. Nope, nope, sorry. It is, uh, sorry, that was written the wrong one. It's out of 13 possible points. Uh, name oh. all 13 members of the gung-ho guns from Trigun, <laughs> uh, anime and manga included. Bill, you're first. Oh. Uh, Mo- Monev the Gale. Monev the Gale is correct for one point. Josh. Uh, Mid-Valley the Horn Freak. Mid-Valley the Horn Freak is also correct for some points. Bill. Uh, Legato Blue Summer. Uh, Legato, where are you at? I know you're on here. I don't have Legato on my list. Did you go by another name? No, he was Legato Blue Summer. I'll give it to you because I think I must have missed one. All right. Um, All right, Josh. Uh, Gray of the Nine Lives. Uh, Yes, where's it at? Where's it at? Yes, Gray of the Nine Lives is correct. Bill. Kane the Long Shot. Kane the Long Shot is also correct if I could find it. There we go. Okay. Chapel the Evergreen. Chapel is also correct. I must not have gotten all these, like, actually um, put it on here, but that's okay. Uh, Bill. I think that's everything I have. That's all you have? All right. So, Josh, you can clean up. Hope Heart the Gauntlet. Uh, yep. Hope Art the Gauntlet is correct for a point. Zazie the Beast. Zazie. Zazie the Beast is correct for a point. Dominique the Cyclops. Dominique the Cyclops is also correct for a point. Um, Laszlo and Lava- uh, Laszlo or Lavalo. Uh, Razlo. The, the, the... the Tri-Punisher of Death is also on that yes. list. Who had the? Who was the split personality and replacement for Wolfwood in the manga? Yep, I've got five more on my list. Right. Um. Uh. The. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Um. 
is I, I, it was always a hard one to, to understand, uh, Nuwada or Nuwala, uh, the, the puppet master. Uh, there is a, I will nope. give it to you, the puppet master. I will give you that. It's laying off the puppet master. I'll give that to you. Leonoff, Leonoff. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, can you get any more? Uh, uh, it's the guy with the sword. I can't think of his name. Uh, 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 EG Mine. EG Mine is correct for another one. Absolutely. Any more? And by the way, and Bill I'm, on the side, I'm, Sean, I'm not... Sean is saying, underdog Bill, please pull through. <laughs> I am, uh, I appreciate it. With, but, uh... I'm, yeah, I'm on empty at this point. I, I just can't think of the guy with All the right. sword. All right. So good job. You made up some big ground there. Uh, Ride the Blade. That's right. Livio, Livio the Double Fang and uh, Ellen Dira the Crimson Tail were all other gung ho guns. Yeah. Razlo, uh, so Livio, and, and Ellen. Yeah. And if I remember right, Razlo, Livio, and Ellen Dira were all in the manga specifically. They were I believe never in they the were. Anime. I believe they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Josh, you are sitting now at 18 points. Bill, you are sitting at 13. It's not, you can still make this up. Yeah. Um, Josh, it's your it's your turn though, and your animes are Excel Saga, Record of Lotus mm-hmm. War, or Studio Ghibli. Let's go with Lotus War. Let's. Uh, I think that's uh, one War. that's going to be okay. even ground. I think okay. that'll be so even ground be- between Bill and there I. There are six potential answers to this. The question is: In Record of Lotus War, there were originally six legendary heroes. Name all six. Give me one, Josh. Uh. In the original Lodas Wars, so um, mm-hmm. there there are six legendary heroes, and we're talking about the ones that came before the main characters, right? Yep. Are we, yeah, I am I, the only one that I can think of is King Cashew. King Cashew is incorrect. Bill, you want to sweep the six and, and take the lead? No. Can you think of any? I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess maybe Ashram was one. Ashram is incorrect. Zero points on that category the for guy, both of you. The, the guy that took that Ashram took the sword from. Yes, um, uh, that would uh, Emperor, be Beld. Emperor Beld, Beld of Marmo. Okay. Uh, there was King Fawn of Valis. There was Fleve the Dwarf. There was Wart the Sage. Niece uh, the Princess, daughter uh, of Lelia, or sorry, mother of Lelia, um, and then Carla the Grey Witch. That's I right. Carla was what I knew. I knew one of those. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I, I knew Beld, and I thought I knew Carla, but I didn't know for sure. All right. I so I guess one. So Josh, you gained. Welcome. You gained no ground. Bill, you gained no ground. We are still sitting at eighteen to thirteen. Bill, it's your turn. Your two categories are Excel Saga, your favorite anime ever, and Studio Ghibli. Well, Excel Saga is fresh, so why don't we do that? All right, Excel Saga. It is. Uh, Bill, out of sixteen possible answers here. In all 26 episodes of Excel Saga, Koshi Rikto gave very specific permissions at the beginning of the episodes to turn Excel Saga into certain genres of anime. You need to list. There's only 16 actual genres that he specifically says he will give permission to. Um, You need to list the genres that he gave, and I will give a little leeway on the wording of it, obviously. Right, I was going to say... All right, so Bill, you're first. Give me a genre. Horror. Uh, horror. Serv- uh, gruesome horror film is episode seven. That is correct. That is a point for Bill. Josh. Sports. Sports anime, episode nine with bowling girls. That is correct. Uh, Bill. High school drama. 
High School Youth Drama Episode 11, where we had um, our friend Aesop. That is correct. Josh. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. And that is a great one because that's episode 21, next week's episode, um, which is visually, visually appealing, appealing type. type. Uh, yeah, type. So we're, we're going to talk about that more next week. Bill, it's your turn. Cute animal. Cute animal. Yes, the animal anime actually was episode 10 and episode... 19. It was 19. given twice, and I almost kind of want to give you two points for that, but I'm not going to because that feels like cheating. Uh, Josh. <laughs> uh, that would be a B action flick. B action flick. That was everyone's favorite episode three, um, uh, where we had uh, Menchi and them being uh, captured and, and, and Tetchan and all that good venomous stuff. Great, the, the venomous yes. greatest escape. Escape from hell. <laughs> Bill. Yes. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. That was that was the one that we that you guys hated. Um, that was episode two, correct, Bill? Josh. We're running. How how many are we at at this point? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's ten more. Ten more. Really? Just oh man. Um um. Post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic episode twenty-three, which we have not reviewed yet. Absolutely, is one, Bill. Romance. Romance, of course. We had the uh, romantic comedy in episode four with my favorite episode of all time, Love Puny. Josh. Uh, serious drama. Uh, the serious gagless episode, yes. That would be episode 24. That is correct. Bill. Uh, political drama. Political drama is... Mm-hmm. I believe it would be also social. Hang on. social. Hang on. Uh, what what episode was that? I'm trying to remember. The the one with Masa. The one my character in your game is named after. Oh, uh, that is technically incorrect because of the fact that Koshi Ricto did not give per- actually give a permission statement in that episode for that one. Uh, so Josh, you can actually run the table here with the, the rest of them. I said very specifically the ones that he gave permission sure. for. So, uh, I was a dick on that one. Um, that, so go okay, ahead, Josh. Okay. All right, he, he, um, um, you know this will probably end it, but uh, Daitenzin. Daitenzin, he did not give permission for as well. He was forced. He uh, was forced he was, into it. He was forced to, and the permission he gave was to do one of his old animes, not that genre specifically. Right. So right. Uh, the the answers that we have uh, left are episode five, the gripping social problems drama one. Um, that's the one yeah. with uh, all the mayors, I think. Uh, yeah. Episode six I, was the survival drama. Oh um, gosh. Episode eight with the oh, pretty yeah. girl anime, where it was all girls. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 oh, the shipping one. Bill, I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you a point because I messed the social, up. The social, the social uh, problems the, one. Uh, the, you you worded it differently than I had here. The detective anime is actually on here. Um, so I'm gonna actually go retroactively and uh, give you an extra uh, point. And, and Andy, the the one with Masa was the social was the social uh, one. He said a political drama, but it was the uh-huh. social uh, right. the social one. Okay. So, well, I'm, not, I'm not still the detective give, one. Give him I'm the gonna, give him the point. I'm still going to give him the point anyway because he's behind. Uh, and then we had a the classic recap episode in episodes 13 and 20. Oh, uh, and then we had the Americanized Japanimation version in episode 17. Yep. And then um, I I wouldn't fully count it um, because Koshi Ricto did not okay, but they did do a musical episode briefly in 26. Um, so there right. you go. There are the answers. Our score currently: Josh with 23. 
Bill with 19. So it is close, and we have our Please. last category. Here we go, folks, our last category, and Josh gets right. to start. Uh, this is There are 20 possible answers on this. Uh, it says, name all of Studio Ghibli's animated films. Actual movies. Uh, okay. Uh, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. Do I not have that on here? Do Wikipedia Should not be. have Nausicaa? Let me let me Itch. let me let me check my <laughs> let me check my let me check. Hang on. Uh, if that's wrong, I will. I win. <laughs> uh, hang on. I gotta double check. Um, hang on. Let me Google Nasica in the Valley of the Wind and make sure that I'm, I didn't fuck this up. Hayao Miyazaki. Um, was it put out by? Let me see here. Produced by. Did they not consider that to be a? I mean, it was Miyazaki, but I don't know if it was Studio Ghibli. Uh, while, crea- while created before Studio Ghibli was founded. <laughs> so technically, tech- on the technicality, Josh, that is incorrect. Um, Bill, would you like to <laughs> really? the board? Really? Yeah. Prince- yeah. Uh, Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke is one of them. All he I'm needs sure. to do is get five of them and, and we're done. All right. Princess Mononoke is one. Bill. Spirited Away. Spirited Away is another bill my neighbor totoro uh my neighbor totoro is ah. one of them as well go ahead bill oh, there you go there you go sean uh, por- he wins porco roco what is that porco roco yes porco roco is another one that's a great roco. one. Oh por- my por- god porco roso is another one good another one uh ponyo 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 i am a little fish yep that is correct you want to sw- you, you you just won, but do you want to go anymore? The, the, the oh, it's Bill. He wants to try to make me cry at this <laughs> point. <laughs> I I don't think I can go any further. Oh, so with okay. a score of 20, 24 to twenty three, Bill wins, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Sean is going crazy on the side. Says, "Got him." I I do yes. have a do I have a question, Andy? Um, is a uh, graveyard of the fireflies in that list? Graveyard, Grave of the Fireflies is on there. Yes, uh, yeah, Grave of the okay, Fireflies, damn. Castle in the Sky, Kiki's Escort. I mean, Delivery Service. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, only Castle. Yesterday, Pompoko, Whisper of the Heart, mm-hmm. uh, My Neighbors, the Yamadas, The Cat Returns, Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Arietti, uh, From Up on Poppy Hill, The Wind Rises, The Tale of Princess Kaguya. And when Marnie was there, are all I could have only got. I could have only got two more of those. There right. you go. So, well, I, I ladies sh- and gentlemen, in the first ever contest of trivia, uh, Bill of all people has defeated Josh and is now <laughs> the anime trivia champion. Until we do this again at some point in the future, uh, Bill. Bill, I give Bill. it. I uh, I will graciously concede uh, my my. Yeah, good job, Bill. You did great. I'm very surprised. Uh, I, 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 I honestly thought Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind was, uh, was Ghibli. Um, so. Goes I on. did too. I mean, I, I. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm not going to argue. First. I, okay. I, admit, technicality. I initially argued it, but at the same time, technicality, it, you know what? Sometimes 
Sometimes that's how it, how people win is through technicalities. And you know what? But no, Bill, Bill still did a great job. I mean, he kicked my ass with this, with the, uh, Sailor Senshi. So fuck. There you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, that was our trivia game. That was Andy's Listomania. Um, and that's where I think we're going to end this episode because it's already going to be a All long right. one, but that's okay. We owed you guys a long episode because we missed last week. And as we explained at the beginning, we didn't get you that interview. We apologize. We will be working on that. Um, and, but next week we have, we're back to the normal kind of bit. We're going to review Excel Saga episode 21, visually appealing type. <laughs> and I believe it's a Bill episode. Yeah, it is. I was looking at my notes earlier. Oh man, no. that is that is gonna be pure pain. Yeah. No. Like that yeah. that that I will I will tell you already, that is my least favorite Excel Saga episode. I, I can see why it's your least favorite, but at the same time, there are some things that they that oh, okay, well, well but that that's that's for next week. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's for next week. Uh so once again, we are tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their thirties talk about anime. And uh, we're assimilating. Assimilating. Ah, ah, and Josh. And this is my true form. This is Bill. <laughs> and we will see you later. Bye bye. Wubba wubba dub dub. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit questnnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadow Bay Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild.